from ice and bone, the wind carries on. The sands of time, the sun hath shone. For lush green leaves make shade at last. Till darkness comes to claim their past. So anybody who knows anything about cholesterol, I recently, I had to start using cholesterol medication because apparently my, my LDL count was out of this world. Five is really high. That's that's like, we should be looking into this. We should be dealing with this. This is a problem. I had a 7.9. Genetics just looked at you and were like, no, <laughs> this one's not making it. <laughs> I don't drink. I don't smoke. I'm not like overweight. So they were like, we don't like that. So um, <laughs> I started using some medication and I recently went in for a follow-up. I got my blood taken and my doctor said that when he saw my results, he almost dropped his laptop in his kitchen. Why? Because they dropped from a 7.9 to a 2.5. That's good. Is that in the range of good? Having a, uh, a 2 is typical. Okay. Nice. And he said that he had never seen a reaction so good from that medication before at that dosage at that severity. Damn, it was like made for you. Yeah, so he said like you're some kind of super responder or something. I don't know what it is. Your body was just like begging for it. So it was like either we accidentally treated some other underlying problem or my body was just like fuck cholesterol. <laughs> Hey Siri, what's cholesterol? <laughs> what even is that? It's the it's the butter in your veins. But my vein butter? It's in your it's in your heart. You want to get rid of that? Yeah, you get it from eating butter too. Eat too much butter, it gets into your heart. I will. I love butter. But then, how am I supposed to be delicious to the hot vampire boys I'm trying to attract? I think I think I don't know. It depends upon what kind of diet the vampires are on. Like, what if the vampires also have high cholesterol and they're that, and they go to get you and they're like, "I need to know what your cholesterol levels are because, like, like I've got a condition. I can't." <laughs> Do you think vampires could like specialize in certain blood things? Like, if they taste someone, they're just like, "Oh, we need to take him to the cholesterol vamp to see if like his levels are too high." You know what I mean? I talked to you about this a while ago. Do you guys think vampires could drink piss? Not, I don't have blood in my piss. Well, no, because and I don't like the allegations. Like <laughs> piss, piss is like is like filtered blood, basically. More or less, anything that comes out of your body is some form of filtered blood. Like theoretically, yeah. What? Not my body. You guys are gross. Well, yeah. I mean, like poop is consistent. Like what? Almost half of it is just dead red blood cells or something. Yeah. 
That's a big part of why it's brown. Shit-eating vampires. I don't know. It, it depends on the setting. Uh, I think usually blood is treated as like a metaphorical, like it's like a sympathetic re- or a magically sympathetic representation of life force. So the way that like I think of it is that they're not really drinking the blood. The blood is just a representation of the life force that they are taking out of you in the same way that like making a voodoo doll out of a person and then giving them like a, the voodoo doll a lock of the hair creates a sympathetic bond between the the doll and the person. The blood is just like a vessel. I love the two different reactions we have to this conversation. We have, I'm thinking about this from a legitimate, interesting, and uh, introspective technical aspect. And then Marilyn is uh, over here just aghast, offended. <laughs> How dare you bring this into my life? I think you're too cavalier about this. I didn't know. Here's the thing, though. No. Here's the thing, is that if vampires need to eat living beings, and that's why they can drink blood, then they can't drink piss or shit. But zombies who do eat dead flesh could, and that's why ghouls are found in the sewer. Unless they're the brain-eating kind. Brain-eating zombies and piss-drinking zombies. Yeah, what if we, yeah, we could just stick all the zombies in the sewer and we could just use them as, like, like um, a free waste disposal or something. I don't know. Waste management system. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'd just poop it back out. Do zombies poop? Well, campaign two of the show is going to be really interesting. <laughs> Are there pooping zombies? Is that why? Um. Are we going to get into the biology of zombies and whether or not they poop? Everybody poops. Not me. But you. And then some of us light it on fire. Why? Anyway, welcome, welcome, faithful <laughs> listeners, to another <laughs> episode of Tales of Bone and Ice, a D&D 5e actual play horror comedy podcast at atop a frozen ocean, among other places. My name is Brian Sherwood. I am your DM, guiding you along in this wonderful adventure. And to my right is... Marilyn Robbins. I play Maris Terrasat. They are a dragonborn paladin. And yes, (laughs) I always want to add on more and I don't ever know what to tack on to the end of that. Perfection. And my name is Kander Kaur and I am playing uh, the person pretending to be Rasha Daggersheath, who doesn't want to be called Valana and who has inner turmoil with uh, herself. I'm just kind of joining in on this adventure. I don't really know what's going on necessarily i don't know why people got really excited when that guy turned into a skeleton it just looked like a skeleton but that's the kind of people that these are uh i guess uh rounding out this journey of course is the lovely star hi i'm grim and i play sukinkana the kalistar druid and we're level seven now and i have access to polymorph but i also have access to a spell called giant insect and it says I can turn up to 10 centipedes into giant centipedes at a time. And that's pretty exciting. Sorry, so you can human centipede the centipedes into being a human-sized centipede? I can definitely make 10 giant centipedes at one time. And <gasps> that makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of arms. It's a lot of big arms. That's a lot of arms. That's a lot of creatures that are very big that I don't like in real life. <laughs> Do you think they'd be faster than the metro system? See, the fun part is there's actually a variation of that spell where instead of 10 giant centipedes, you can just make one giant millipede. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <sighs> it's good to be back. Good to be home, guys. Good to be home. <laughs> Thank you.
The three of you awaken in the bed that which you fell asleep in. Full memory of all of the events that occurred within your shared dream. Maris, what do you do as you awaken from this shocking memory? I look to my hand to see if the ring is on. The ring is still there. Claymore? Claymore? Nothing. <gasps> oh, no, 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 Claymore, Claymore! No, 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 I'm going to whack the ring a little bit, like tap it on like the bedpost, if we have that, wherever, and just like, like, Claymore, come on, come on, come on, come on, no, 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 no. Oh, I think we fucked up. No response. Oh, no, 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 I think we fucked up, guys. We're in, we're in different rooms, right? You sure are. Guys! <laughs> are we within like vaguely the same kind of like area? Yeah. More specifically, am I within 100 feet of either of their bedrooms? Yes. Okay, so Rasha is going to point her finger towards the room that she knows, say, Maris is in. And she is going to send a whispered message to her that only Maris can hear. Hey, so what was that about? You can respond to this message. Hey, the dreams happen all the time. I lost Claymore, my ring guy. Get, where are you? Where are you? I don't know why I made it sound like I was in a tunnel. <laughs> uh, I'm still in my room where I am used to being so far. Perfect. As you're sending that message, you're going to hear my feet slapping across the, <laughs> the steps towards you. <laughs> just in the hallway here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we weren't allowed to leave our rooms. Uh, it is it is morning and you are allowed to leave your room, apparently. Okay. Right. It is morning. So then kind of in that case, since it's allowed out, it also bursts out of her room. <laughs> like gremlin stanced, <laughs> like hair, like pink and also completely messy. In pajamas still. I'm going to, when I see Sook and Khan in the hall, I'm going to like shove out my ring finger, like as if I'm like flipping her off, just to be like, <gasps> I just, I point. He's gone. Uh, I get out my standing stone. I'm like, we should call Alexander. <gasps> call Alexander now. Uh, shouldn't we wait for everyone though? Because uh, it's only us right now, I assume. Oh, that, uh, l- let's. Yeah. W- let's roll in. I'm just going to like grab you. I'm just going to take you into uh, Rosh's room. Okay. Uh, what about more Amdu? Uh, more Amdu like uncomfortably sort of like stumbles her way out of her room uh, and sees the two of you basically like shaking each other or whatever, just like ex- <laughs> like panically. <laughs> and then she like jogs over to the two of you and says, do, you, uh, do either of you know where Rasha's room is? Because I feel like that's where we're going next, right? Yes. I know. That's for sure. Also, I mind link to everybody while we're at it. Perfect. Rasha, knock, knock. I kick the door a bunch. Rasha, you hear knock, knock, and then a bunch of kicking. Okay. Ineffectual kicking. Yeah, like 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 strength, uh, what is it? What's my strength? Minus six. Two. <laughs> you get some six level strength kicks. Tap, tap, tap. <laughs> All right, give me one second. So I recently started taking ADHD medication and playing D&D on prescription meth is really boring. <laughs> oh, I didn't take mine today. <laughs> oh, hon. Well, this is all making sense, isn't it? Yeah. Why? Why is it boring? Because I don't have any like brain gremlins talking to me all the time. <laughs> That's understandable. <laughs> like, because my brain, like, 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 when you take the medication, it's kind of like all of my extra thoughts kind of dim and turn into just one thought. And now I'm playing D and D, and I'm like, do I just sit here and not do anything? 
while everyone else is doing stuff? And I guess the answer is yes. <laughs> Think about your next move and your and your next move after that. That's what I for sure do. <laughs> I'm always thinking ahead. So the door opens and instead of a tabaxi, a young tabaxi woman, there is a orcish guy standing there. Uh, but still in Rasha's old clothing, so it's sort of like her pajamas. And so it's like kind of like a little bit too tight, and it doesn't like quite fit. Um, and he's, he's, oh, yeah, come in, come in. Fucking, what are we doing? What's up? What's up? Yeah, Sukin kind of walks in and doesn't even, doesn't even, it's like, new look, nice. Okay. Uh, we got, we got, Were you remember what happened? Do you, do you recall the dream? Sure do. Also, she mind links. <laughs> First of all, do you have gum? What? Oh, God. Uh, this is the mind link, right? Hello? Yeah. Yeah. So they respond to me, yes, yes, I have I have gum. Or no, wait, no. What is it? No, I don't. It's in my other pocket. Whatever is the stupid thing. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Perfect. All right. I completely forgot about code words. <laughs> yeah, so did I. <laughs> <laughs> I got other things on my mind. <laughs> I think that I blocked it out because it seemed still seemed silly and annoying to me. And I'm going to be honest, I'm getting annoyed that it continues to be working. <laughs> That's what we're here for. Just, uh, is there a... Yeah, actually. Wait, we can do this telepathically, right? Yeah. Yeah, we can do it telepathically. Yeah. Cool. Can you do it outside my room? No, I have to be inside of you and in 30 feet. Oh, pardon me. You have to be inside of her? What? I had to be inside of here. Oh, and, okay. Do you need privacy for a second? Ideally, please. Do you need to see me? Is that the issue? I think so. Uh, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I do need to see. Let's test it. She closes the door and it's just like radio silence. You hear a locking sound. <laughs> 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 that's funny. And then you get a, you, you get a message that's just uh, knock if anything important is discussed. I'm going to be time thanks all right you want to go to my room and we can do with ascending <laughs> yeah let's go to your room we got we got yeah sure yeah the boy yeah okay all right we go to we go to we gotta go call the boy <laughs> i love how aggressively valana doesn't care who she doesn't like being called that uh sorry russia anyway uh we're gonna go back to sukunkana's room but also we didn't do a recap did we oh we did not oh shit no i i, I recognize that actually when Mar marilyn was saying we fucked up i'm like oh yeah we did we forgot to do that yeah but i thought it was funnier if none of us remembered anything so. <laughs> i remembered because i was thinking about what happened last time we didn't talk about what happened last time Ooh, this time i'm not doing it i got a 16 i got a 14 yes I got a 15. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So what happened last time? I remember almost nothing, but <laughs> let's see. How did it, how did it start? Can one of you two remind me what the first thing that happened was or close to? Uh, We had a bath. There was the bath. I think that was the previous episode though, right? Yeah, that was the previous one. It was you go, you went into your door and then you were talking to your mirror form. Right. So did we, did we start the session in a dream sequence? Yes. That's right. We did. Okay. So very first thing that happened was Valana in quotes, appeared as the twink elf boy went into what was clearly uh, their door and got to talk to a ever-shifting amalgamation of shapeshifts that explained it was a manifestation of their shapeshifting ability. 
Um, there was a brief existential conversation in which what to call each other was brought up. Rasha said, don't call me Valana, and then settled on two. And then the shapeshifter decided to go with uh, many, uh, which is very funny. Yeah, there was this kind of like decision that they were still trying to figure out where they were um, and not much got accomplished. And it was mostly just a bunch of emo whinging. <laughs> then there was a conversation downstairs about the nature of reality that I barely remember anything about. Something about how the bar is a pocket dimension created as a sort of like pseudo not quite afterlife but like a pseudo sort of pocket dimension that the soul of the bartender who was a great hero had set up and then i think claymore was playing piano in the corner i think i had a passionate argument with the bartender about something that i don't remember anyway um and then we inceptioned into a dream past of claymore uh we met the people his old adventuring party and new Claymore met old Claym or our Claymore met pl- past Claymore. Past Claymore was convinced not to kill old our Claymore and us, since he assumed that we were like you know shape shifting demons or something, which is only partially true. Only one of us is a shapeshifter <laughs> and not a demon that you know of. And yeah, then there was some discussion, more discussion about the nature of reality, which I have entirely forgotten because I have the memory of a goldfish. Someone came down, was like, you aren't allowed to fuck with the timeline. And then it turned out that Claymore was Alexander the whole time. (gasps) Yeah. That was my 40% see me after class summary. (laughs) I know the guy was named Red. And he's the time god. Yeah, his name is Kanuhus, which means red. Dr. Red. I also wrote down the word stinky. (laughs) I wrote down the word stinky. No Mm. other context. Stinky. Don't need it. (laughs) There's something about candy. Spicy candy or something. Yeah, yeah. Claymore's like the bartender made candy and Claymore's like, oh, it's too spicy for my white tongue. Yeah. No, no. They, there <laughs> oh, was, right. No, no. It was uh, yeah. the other party of adventurers that Claymore was with. Uh, one of them uh, made candy that was always too spicy for Claymore, but Claymore didn't want to. Uh, God, that was funny. Uh, didn't want to be seen as like a sissy. So he was like, yeah, give me the candy. Mm. Yeah, Brian tried to get us involved in um, improvising other characters. And we probably made him question his decision to have us on this improvisation podcast. It was pretty fucking funny how bad it was. So I think we're still going to try to keep it in. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Yes. And the two of you are heading to to the room. Well, and uh, Sissy. Yeah. As the three of you head to Sukunkano's room, give me a perception check real quick. I'm going to percept so good. Nothing's getting past me. <gasps> I got six. I don't see shit. I'm too, I'm too laser focused. I got 18. Sukunkana. Mm-hmm. There's no Jerry's anywhere. Oh. I don't like it. I'm going to be like, guys, there's no Jerry's. Who's going to give you uppies? Who's going to give me uppies? Also, this is our chance. We got it. We, okay, one sec. We, we need to tell Rasha that there's no Jerry's and to maybe like, I don't know how her magic works. I'll run back and knock on the door. Okay, and be like, there's no Jerry's. We got to, we got to, <laughs> we got to scoot. All right. The door opens and it's now like an orcish woman, but with like 
really long hair that is rapidly kind of shrinking and they're sort of like futzing around with it and they're futzing around with like the shirt and the clothes that they're wearing and they seem to be like unclear on what it is they want to do at this exact moment in time and they're like yeah what what, what are we doing hmm Grasha, there's no jerry's around Grasha, there's no there's no jerry's there's no jerry's around there's no jerry's fucking no that's fine yep okay great mm-hmm. all right let's let's go let's go we gotta investigate now okay cool yeah all right um <clears throat> yep <clears throat> uh what are we what are we and as they're saying this they're, they're like kind of shifting more into like a little bit more male and like androgynous okay what are we what are we doing what is what is happening well we gotta get you know who our boy and get out do we though yes he asked me to. He can he can fly, right? Maybe he can carry one of you. Let's go get him. <laughs> weren't you weren't you gonna talk? Wasn't there something about talking to? Well, look, okay, the sending stone's not. Well, I mean, okay, maybe we should. Should we do the sending stone for? It'll we can only do it once. Okay, I get out the sending stone. How long does it take? Not long. <laughs> okay, well, if there's no Jerry's around. Should we just do it in the hallway here? Yeah, sure. Okay, I use the sending stone. Okay. Um. Uh. Hey, Alexander. Uh. Found out that you are actually the corpse of our good friend. Claymore. Claymore. <laughs> um, just wanted to check in and see if you're all right, and also maybe if Claymore fused with your corpse. That cuts off. <laughs> no response. No. Uh oh. No. Uh oh. No. Uh oh. Okay. Cool. 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 <clears throat> all right. Awesome. Uh, what are we? All right. Let's go. Let's move on. Yeah. Cool. Uh, GM, I want to do a perception check. Yeah. So I'm looking around for any Jerry's or signs of Jerry's or signs of what would have made a bunch of Jerry's stop being around. For sure. So you could kind of like hopping back and forth, like itching to get exploring now that there's no supervision. <laughs> this might be our chance to GTFO though. Get the frig out. My perception score is that's only a thirteen. There's no conclusive evidence that you can see. There were Jerry's last night. They were guarding your doors. There's no Jerry's today. Okay, cool. When? How much longer do we have until the fight is supposed to be? Two days. T- two more days? We didn't sleep all that time, did we? No, we slept like one day. Yeah, I feel like if it was the fight day, then the Jerry's would probably be like more on our ass, if anything. Oh, I was thinking maybe they're... Hi. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. She's Stop so it. cute. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Unhand me. <laughs> <laughs> Unhand me, she says. For those for, for every for everybody who is not watching on our Patreon, hey Tales of Bone and Ice at Patreon uh, dot com. Um Marilyn is being attacked by her cat who super loves her headphone cord. Yeah, apparently. Ma'am, I'm gonna have to ask you to please respectfully. <laughs> Miss, I'm sorry. She found all of my dice. Stop it! Okay, so we're kind of dedicated on getting the the bird boy, right? Yeah. Yeah, we got to get him and we got to get out. I have like a moderate a moderate amount of interest in this. It feels like the right thing to do, I suppose. Okay, I'm going to cast sending. Okay. Um I'm going to cast it and I'm going to send it to I don't need to know his name, right? That's good. Um I'm going to I just need to know the person. I mean, we know his name. His name is Gonsgrim and we, we he did introduce himself. It's based off of our friend's Gonsgrim. Or I guess it's just Gons. Yes. I'm going to send a message to Gons. And it's going to be, Gons, Jerry's are gone. Where are you? Thinking of escaping. If we can get you, then we will. Do you know how to get out? 25 words. When I woke up, I was completely unaware that the Jerry's weren't around until I went to go look for food 
and I saw they left something else. That was all of his words? Yeah. Not a caster, so he doesn't know that's how fair. many. That's fair. Okay, that's a five on the fucks given roll. They are going to look to their two party members, and they're going to say, I don't know if he's findable. Um, it sounds pretty rough. We should probably just get out while we can. Can I make my very first insight roll? <laughs> All right. Because I'm on edge. I'll make not my first deception <laughs> roll. Sigun kind of is like hopping around. She's like, I do want to see around the castle, though. <laughs> okay. 14. I got a 23. Okay. Well, go fuck yourself. Like, oh, well, shit. Okay. How do we, should we just, where did, what did they, what did they say they were? Uh, they didn't. Uh, they said the Jerry's left something, but they didn't specify what. Uh, and I don't know where they are. And that cost a high level spell for me. And I don't, I'm not really in the mood to kind of fuck around a lot right now. So, um, no Jerry's. Let's just. What'd they leave though? Like, I'm curious. Yeah. Why would they leave? And what? Okay, well, while you two figure that out, I need to eat something before we do this. I don't know about y'all, but... You're going to go find the what in the kitchen. Well, I You're mean... not going to go eat. You're going to go find out what's in there. <laughs> we don't know there's a what in the kitchen. Oh, okay. Uh, Never mind. Okay, alternatively, we've got food, right? Like, I got rations. Do you guys not have rations? No, we don't. Why not? We ate all of them in a different dream. <laughs> okay, listen, it's fine. I've got enough rations to feed a bunch of people for at least long enough for us to get back to the town. And then there's a pause and you can see on their face as they recall when they saw that eldritch being get pushed over the edge of a cliff and down into the town below. And there's some momentary calculation. They're like, actually, maybe the kitchen is a good idea. We should stock up. Yeah, it's kind of, you know what? She might be killing everyone down there or waiting to kill us. I don't know. And what, if we climb down, then that's when you turn into a god, remember? That's what the person said? Yeah, I was thinking about jumping. Wait, what if she didn't die? No, I know. If she didn't die, then she's killing everybody down there. No, I mean, the challenge was to climb down Okay. and survive, right? Yeah. Are you saying, oh, should, should I die down there? No, I... Oh. Oh. No, is she a god now? No. Are you saying she might have turned into a god? Oh, fuck. No. But I'm the one I'm the one who planted the bean, though. Mm. Yeah, is it just your trial? Like, if I climb down, am I a god? I thought it was, like... I thought it was I thought it was my bean because I planted it. I, I hope that it was just you. Can we, can we walk to the kitchen while we're having this conversation, please? Yeah. Thank you. Oh, no, guys. We might have... I don't think this is a we might have. I think this is an I might have. I agree that this is a bit of a you might have. Well, we're, we uh, we didn't stop you. Yeah, no, I'm 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 a, I'm a huge fuck up. Let's keep going. <laughs> let's just let's just eternalize, internalize some of these anxieties right now. <laughs> All right. Um. Look, if anybody's going to die today, it's probably going to be me. So, like, don't worry about it. Let's uh, let's minimize the amount of dying that we're doing today, please. Okay, well, to the kitchen, I guess. Yeah. So I'm going to cast invisibility upon myself because, you know, why not use all my spell slots outside of combat? I'm not going to regret that at all. While you're walking around with everybody is the plan to be invisible? Well, I'm going to turn myself invisible and then I'm going to sneak ahead. Do you explain your plan at all or do you just vanish? No, I tell them that. I say, okay, you guys wait here. I'm going to go sneak ahead and see if there's like, I don't know, some weird horrific thing. Give me a stealth roll at advantage. Oh, good. Advantage. I needed that because I got a four on my first one. <laughs> um, all right. Oh, boy. I got a 10 on the seconds. That's a total of 16. All right. So you are relatively stealthy. You're, I assume you head like up and around and like just ahead of them in like the exact path towards the kitchen as you uh, 
see the kitchen. You can see on the table there is something, food that is enough for definitely uh, the four of you. Uh, and then there is one more plate uh, with something on it that doesn't look like food that you would necessarily eat, but it's prepared as if it was. It doesn't look like a meal made out of vegetables or fruits or, or, or meats or anything, but it looks sort of... Uh, should I be making like some sort of check to see if I recognize what this thing is? Uh, you you can make a arcana check. Okay, well that is a plus one. That's a four. I'm just going to take all these dice and dump them in the trash. Throw them in the garbage. Yes. Goodbye! <laughs> all right. I guess I guess I can I can also do that. I don't even need I don't even need you to tell me what it is I think I see. I'm just going to sneak back and they're just going to hear a voice from the from nothingness that says, uh, "I think the Jerry's prepared some really weird fucking steak or something because I don't know what it is, but the kitchen is empty." Without making a perception check, it's probably fine. Gond isn't in there. I assume no. Okay. I'm going to be honest. I didn't really look that hard. Uh, I should have. Great recon. I I can hear the sarcasm in your voice <laughs> and it is warranted, but not appreciated. <laughs> I don't know. For someone who decided to use a high level spell to go invisible and do recon, you didn't do a great job. <laughs> Get fucked. Okay. For, it's a Holy second level. Shit. It's a second circle spell. It's not that massive. I'm having... <laughs> Fine, fine, fine. I'll do another stealth check. Okay, please do. Okay, um, I got a 21 on my stealth. So you hear Gonsgrim from around the corner and he says, Oh, hey, is that you? Is that you guys? Hey. Hey, yeah. Looking for you. My 20 perception let me hear that. Your 20 perception lets you definitely hear that. Gons over there. Uh, Jerry's left some food around the corner. Yeah. Did you get my message? Wait. I want to do an investigation to see if that's actually his voice. Sure. I got a nat 20. Yeah, it's definitely his voice. Okay, cool. So are you, are you coming or what? Yeah, no, sure. I'm coming and I just I just chuck on forward. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is happening? I'm going to invisibly sneak around still. Okay. Have the Jerry's ever left before? Uh, not since I've been here. Um, where do, do they like go to sleep or recharge somewhere or anything like that? No, not usually. They, I don't. Look, I think this might be a good opportunity for us to get out, except the only problem with that is that they sealed all the windows and stuff. Oh, but doors. I mean, and stuff includes doors. Oh, fuck. Like, like we can't even go outside of the courtyard? No, I, I, I can't get to any place with open air. I don't know. Do you have any, like, special Sky King magic? I have a trident. Ooh. What's the trident do? It stabs people. Is it? Does it take over your brain? Is it cursed? No, it's just a tri- I'm a good fighter. I'm not- I don't cast magic. I don't use magic. Well, I thought that maybe when you become a sky king that you get cool magic powers. Sorry for assuming. Yeah, no, the point- It sounds like a pretty ceremonial role. Usually the point of being the god king of the sky is that you don't need that shit. I feel like you should at least get some perks from being Ooh, god king of the sky. The bathtubs. Also, I'm thinking that if this is what a god typically looks like maybe we don't have to worry about that eldritch thing becoming a god it's just a title anyway um how are they sealed yeah what about the bathtubs though like is there can the water supply get in does it cut in from outside could we fit in a tube i don't know how i don't know how the the irrigation and plumbing system works in a fucking floating castle in the sky of course you don't because you've been lazy and you didn't create a familiar and turn him into a toad with an idea of plumbing the entire sewer system is apparently completely useless now because why should anything make that's (laughs) 
I'm sorry. I'm having a day. <laughs> okay. Hi. So. Hi. How are they sealed, Gons? So, I don't see anything on the inside, but it feels like there's something barricading it on the outside. But on top of that, I typically get some sort of electric shock when I touch them. So I think there might be some sort of magic in place and some sort of physical obstacle. So like if we dispelled the magic and then we just beat the shit out of it. I mean, I mean, maybe, but like... Do you have like an implant, like a shock collar thing or like a little chip that makes it so when you touch like a little... To make like a fence so that when you try to get out of the fence, it trains you not to touch. What the fuck are you talking about? Are they treating you like a dog? I, well, I don't. We don't have shot colors. Yeah. So okay. Yeah, those are exclusively for kinky people in this world. They, we don't have dogs that wear shot colors. <laughs> How do you keep your werewolves in line? Never mind. Um. Okay. So. What the fuck? Okay. So basically, what you're saying is when you touch, so it's like they're just shuttered normally, and then if you touch the shutters, you get shocked. And there's also some sort of barrier on the outside, like they're barred from the outside. Yeah, that that would be a good way of phrasing it, yeah. But they're st- And they're still shocking you? Have you tried hitting them with something that does not conduct well, like wood? No. Look, I'm a good fighter. I'm not like, I'm not a dungeon explorer. I don't do this stuff. That's wonderful. The, to- the clock is probably ticking, though. You, I'm sorry, you can't see me because I'm invisible. Maris. What's up? So they look up. <laughs> you look like you're strong as shit. Yep. Thank you. Do you want to pick up like a table or something and then Gons can bring us over to a window and you can see if you can battering ram that shit down? Look, absolutely I can do that. I'm... All right. Did you eat the food already? Is it poisoned? Can we eat it? I mean, I ate the food and I'm fine so far, but I didn't eat this weird fucking plate of stuff that just says bring to the library maybe there's some kind of creature in the library that needs a snack sorry what is this do either of you recognize what this is by the way uh, i don't know let me check can i you do a nature check you can do an arcana check arcana check on the meat arcana check on the plate it is not meat it is not plants it is not fruit can i also it is yeah of course mm. i got a four i got an 11 can I, I could I could ritually cast detect magic like <laughs> you can do whatever you want. Do you want to do that while we're trying to batter down the window? Yeah, you guys, I'm not going to help battering like. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. I'm, I All can't right. I can't help. No, I can't help with that. Like <laughs> we didn't assume you would. I'll, get, I'll cast guidance on somebody. Do you want that? <laughs> yeah. OK. All right, guys, who wants who wants guidance? Who wants guidance for their muscle check yes please okay i cast guidance on you okay uh that means you get you can roll a d4 and you add it to one ability check of your choice perfect uh so first of all i think the guns is unsure he's like like i i I tried to get out but i couldn't get out so maybe i'll use this idea that they had of something that doesn't conduct electricity i'll use like the wood but like maybe we should just bring the stuff to the maybe we bring the 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 plate to the library but like i want to get the fuck out of here fuck it and he like tries to pick up the table with you (laughs) i'm not gonna lie the fact that like we are trapped in this castle and if this looks like maybe the jerry's left something out and they are our captors i'm not entirely sure why we'd go along with whatever it looks like they might have wanted us to do they're like the antagonists in this situation i am gonna put the the weird plate that says bring to the library i am gonna put that on the floor though just so when we pick up the table it doesn't oh yeah. Just just like just like for a backup just in case. Just in case. You put it on the counter in the kitchen and just be like, you stay there. Yeah. Like, mm. <laughs> okay. Uh Maris, you can uh with advantage do an athletics check because Gons is helping you. And you can add a D four onto whatever you get after that as well. 
so that's a 10 and a 12. Plus math. Plus athletic, so five, so 17, plus a d4. I've got rolled four, so 21. 21. 21. Right. So you and guns, uh, like, hoist this table over, and uh, you swing it at the door. Boom! It hits the door, and both of you get sh- electric shocked. Oh, so it still works. <laughs> yeah. You take. No. <laughs> you take six. You take six damage. Sukun Khan is eating some fruit and concentrating on detect magic. <laughs> you see a sandwich that's floating in the air and having like bites taken out of it, and then you just hear like, "Oh shit! Oh, I'm sorry. That oh, that one. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, that plan did not work like I thought it would. My apologies." <laughs> yeah, but we learned something. Yeah, so that's six damage to Maris. Okay, so the shock is still on, and also wood takes electricity. Oh, trees. No, that's not. Well, it's probably like magical. It's a, it's a, it's a magical shock, hun. It's just magic. It's not science. Oh, got you. All right, let's take a second. <laughs> let's take a, do a second experiment, though. And I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast at the door. Sure. Do I need to make an attack roll? Sure do. All right, that is uh, 7 plus 3, 15 to hit. Okay, you hit the door. All right. How much damage do you do? That is seven points of force damage. Sir. Okay, you take four points of lightning damage. <laughs> Rough. You hear them scream in pain, and then you see the damage. The sandwich drop to the floor. <laughs> oh, you didn't. You didn't attack. You cast a spell, so your visibility drops. So we just so it's like, like you shoot it out, and then you get hit, and it's just like, and then like, like you become uninvisible, like getting shocked, like and the sandwich drops. Yeah. So you can kind of ignore you guys while crunching on some strawberries because she's trying to ritually cast a spell. <laughs> has to focus on casting it, so she's just ignoring the shenanigans that are going on like twenty feet away from her. Because she's just sitting on the floor eating strawberries and casting a spell. We're different. <laughs> uh, does the door look like it was at all shook by the 21 check? No. I think we're going to have to go to the library. Well, I mean, Moramdu takes her plate and says, I am truly sick of always feeling like I don't have a goddamn choice in this place. Yeah, maybe there's a chimney. No, I don't think there's a chimney. I think that the point here is that <laughs> we're supposed to stay trapped here and we're supposed to drive ourselves crazy trying to get out and then we're supposed to fight and kill each other. Yeah, that's like the point. Yeah, that's the that point. That is what someone wants us to do. But, they're but tr- then... they're, it's it's not a matter of organizing people into doing something for, for you know, uh, a tournament or for sport. It's that they are trapping us in here like some sort of stupid survival game. And 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 I'm just, everywhere I go, I'm always forced to do some shitty thing to some person who doesn't deserve it. It's okay. You're not going to, we're not going to kill each other. You're not going to hurt us. We're fine. We're going to be okay. We're going to figure this out. <laughs> Gons Grimm uh, <laughs> interrupts and he says, I just want to know, what if we don't fight? Like, theoretically, like, I'm scared that they might decide that it's time to just kill all of us and do away with us and find someone else. But I mean, they'll we... probably just kill us, like you said, and find someone else. Well, that's on their hands. Gons, I am told you I was going to get you out of here. I'm not going to hurt you. I would prefer if we don't have to find out, though. And so long as there's no Jerry's around, 
cats away, I feel like the rat should play. So, can't do doors. All right, cool. Um, can you try hitting your chair against the wall? I understand that I'm not, like, really close with the three of you, or the four of you, but I don't have to be the one who's getting hurt all the time, you know? Like, why Why does it have to be? I'll do it. I was talking to Maris. Oh, yeah. sorry. I threw the. I thought you were talking to him, too. Oh. I'll do it, and then I just throw the chair at the wall. You throw the chair at the wall, and the chair explodes a splintery mess on the wall where you threw the chair. Hmm. Well, they seem to have thought about that. So we can't go through the walls. We can't go through the doors. We can't go through the windows. We don't think there's a chimney. They probably would have blocked it. We don't know how sewage works. I could get two of us out. Oh, can I, how about, I'm going to stomp on the, I'm going to throw a chair on the ground or like a cup or something on the ground. Uh, You throw a cup on the ground and it shatters. Uh, We can't go under either. Hmm. Is my is my ritual done casting yet? <laughs> you just threw a cup on the ground and it exploded. You just it broke a cup like a normal person. Your ritual is done. Oh, Mar- Marilyn knows that. <laughs> Maris done. I- I'm saying that I'm saying that as moron do. Oh, <laughs> okay. Sorry, but the chair explosion looked magical. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't just sheer force that exploded this chair. She yeah. didn't throw it so hard it split. She atomized a chair with her fucking arms. <laughs> That'd be fucking cool. <laughs> Mad pectorals. Sorry, okay. Grim's ritual. Yeah, Sukin kind of stands up, strawberry still eat. She had an entire, like, all, she she picked all of the strawberries out of everyone else's food and ate all of them. Um, <laughs> uh, goes over to the plate. I want to look at the plate first. I th- I'm going to say this is while you guys are shill shenanigan, and she just, like, doesn't say anything and just starts doing magic shit. There's, like, a scene where it's, like, it shows Sukin kind of, like, being really focused, but, like, you can see behind her and it's people just like us throwing <laughs> just, shit and just yeah, like just be throwing like, chairs and arguing yeah <laughs> yeah uh okay so you look at the plate with your detect magic and you can tell that there's some sort of sense of alteration and enchantment magic coming from it so like it's just what what kind of magic what school alteration and enchantment is alteration a school yeah you mean transmutation Transmutation, that's it. Mm. I was like, I don't think alteration is right. (laughs) Transmutation is what they call it. Alteration University. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know a guy went there. Yeah. That's a school. But it's like the community college knockoff of transmutation. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, Is there anything like particularly magic in the kitchen? Was our food bespelled? No, your food was food. Um, All right, while they're doing that, I want to walk over to a different window that they're not throwing chairs at. (laughs) Sure. You can tell that the window has evocation magic. Um. All right. Can I do like like an Arcana check on it, maybe to kind of get a get a get an idea of how like strong, like is this magic stronger than like way stronger than me, or is it like? Yeah, for sure. Okay. I got a ten. Could be anything. Could be anything. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. Awesome. Uh, can I? I'm gonna. I'm gonna be like Marum do. <laughs> Mar, 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 Her fingers are on fire and she's all stressed out, but she walks over. Hey, fucking what? Fucking what? Hi, can you? Can you? You know magic stuff. Can you do an Arcana check on the window to be like, how how tough is it? Okay, well, I did. I couldn't get a read on it. I'm trying to figure out if I'm strong enough to dispel it. Okay, well, I I can tell that you're not. Okay, snooty, harsh. You don't believe in me. <laughs> <laughs> You never believed no, in this me. This has nothing to do. No, this is nothing to do with what I do or don't believe in you. I just, 
if I can't dispel it, you can't dispel it. Oh, okay, high and mighty. So it's like it's it's more than a fourth level spell. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I just like, uh, I just wonder if we could. You know what actually might work? Um, one second. I want to grab. Um, I want to grab a chair, and then I, then she lifts it, and she's like, "Actually, no. Throw it. At actually, the no. Maris. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I'm coming." <laughs> Maris, can you throw this yeah. at not the window, just the wall? Yeah, I already did that. No, just the wall. That's what she did before. Oh, she did. Oh, I thought you just threw it at the window. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't fuck with the windows. So the walls are also bespelled. We also can't go through the floor. And the floor. And the and the floor. Yeah, I threw a Kate, cup down. Maris, it. It's not the floor. It, the floor is fine. The floor is... The floor is fine? Then we can get through the floor. Good idea. What do you mean? Mold the f- mold floor. <laughs> no, it's that's not how you can't mold floor. Um, I can meld stone if you. <laughs> um, actually, <laughs> the floors are made out of stone, right? Let's see. It wouldn't really be worth it to use stone shape though, because I can only do it for five feet. I mean, how thick are the walls? Are the walls more than five feet? How thick is the floor? Good question. Mm, probably pretty thick. Seems like a sturdy. It has to be a pretty sturdy building to be able to be up in the clouds and stuff. So probably. I mean, it's probably magical. Uh, Gonsgrim gets kind of like, like he, he, he gets antsy. You can tell he's like pacing back and forth. And he says, I, I can't sit here and do nothing. So I mean, we're trying not to do nothing. So no, I know you are trying to not do nothing, but I can't help. So I'm going to bring this food to the library or this plate of whatever this is to the library. Can you just like cool it for five minutes though so over this time while the attention has been brought off of them they've been slowly shifting from an orcish man woman whatever to an androgynous uh an androgynous looking kind of like greenish dryad um and they're going to go up to Gonsgrim and they're gonna say hey listen do you want to be mulched up and turned into little biscuits because you were impatient and you decided to go with the enemy's plan instead of trying to get around it is that how you want to die and i'm gonna make an intimidation check because i am tired of this bs (laughs) and that is a 12 because i Hate my life. Because your face is molding while you're doing it, so it's kind of looking a little... You know what the worst part is? You know what the worst part is? Is that Duvon borrowed these dice when they were playing their character in the home oh, campaign? Oh, they cursed them! No. Those dice fucking loved them. Like, no matter what they did, those dice were like, yes, queen. <laughs> but I do anything with them, and they just hate me. They just... Yeah, yeah dice don't like you in general, I feel, hey? They, they don't. I spent so much money on them. Uh, so Gonsgrim, Gonsgrim, uh, looks at you like, come find me when you have a plan then. And he picks up the food or the plate and he- Are you going to the library? Yes, I'm going to the library. Can you just wait for us though? We'll come. I'm going to sleight of hand the plate of food out of his hands. (laughs) There's only one plate, right? Yeah, Yeah. It's just the one plate. I think we're exacerbating things. That's fine. Come to me when you have something that I give a shit about. <laughs> uh, that is a 25. Uh, he like turns and then he realizes that the plate is gone from his hands <laughs> as he starts to walk. And he's like, God. <laughs> Look, I've been in a lot of weird situations. And he's like reaching. We got to exhaust our <laughs> he's options. He's like reaching behind his back to like pull his trident off his back. And then he's like, no, their only chance to get out of here alive. Their only chance to get out of here alive click you literally just said you didn't want to fight <laughs> yeah i know but i'm 
It's so hard to not fight. This is the one thing I'm good at. You want to go fight the wall? Look, something something that I learned a while ago from somebody who kind of kind of really disappointed me in the end was that like violence is not and should not be like your first option for what you're doing. Like if you can you've got to just ask yourself is what I'm doing to these people actually going to solve anything is being angry and hurting other people actually going to help the situation the answer is almost always no well but in this situation fighting us doesn't really get you anywhere yeah like what what are you going to get out of it you're going to hurt us and then obviously all three of us are going to gang up on you and you'll die and it's it's not going to get us anywhere so just like cool it We'll figure it out, and then when we need to, we'll take the plate to the library. The plate's not going anywhere. But you know what also might come back? The Jerry's. <laughs> yeah, again, like this is, this definitely does look like a, either the Jerry's or whoever's in charge of the castle beyond the Jerry's maybe, like wants us to do this thing. Have you ever heard of the expression, if your enemy wants something, that's a good enough reason to deny them it? Is the castle our friend or our enemy? You... With without seeing, uh, without doing an insight check, you can tell that Gons has a really complicated relationship with the castle and the Jerry's. He lived a life similar to what the other two did: constant survival out in the frozen wastes, and he found himself in a position where he found food and comfort, and. He's scared of it, but he doesn't want to give it up. And he sits down, facing away from you with his legs crossed. And he says, fine, I'll wait. And I won't fight you. But please, five minutes. And then we go. Can't necessarily promise that. Listen, okay, Gons. I know that... You've lived a really difficult life, and trust me. And she's going to, like, kind of crouch down, not right by him, but, like, kind of off to the side a bit, giving him his space, but, like, kind of getting down to his level so she's not just standing over him. And they're going to say, listen, I know, this is, you've lived a really hard life, and I know how tempting it can be to give in and just accept a security that is offered to you even if that is not a good relationship and even if what it is that you're being offered comes with a sting at the end of the tale because those moments of peace just seem so worth it because the feeling of not needing to fight every day makes you think that even if whoever's offering you this is doing it that it's it's still worth it right I know how tempting that piece can be, but if it's fake and if it's going to, if it's being offered by someone who doesn't have your best interest at heart, then it's not worth it. And you've got to figure out for yourself that you fighting for yourself every day is better than accepting a a horrible captivity and a captivity by someone who does not have your best interest at heart. And I'm going to try a persuasion check to see if my character is more persuasive than you. Don't have to. (laughs) Okay. Yay. You see, like you see, like a solitary, like 
like you know you know how men cry sometimes and just like one tear no <laughs> fucking slander <laughs> not enough i've never cried in my life brian i compress that like a normal healthy person to yell at my future kids which is why i'm never having kids you know what that's a that's a good self-reflection though <laughs> Die, this these emotions and negativity and toxicity die with me. Yes. <laughs> Just like my grandpa taught yeah. me. I'm ending the generational curses by not having another generation. Boom. The angry bloodline ends with me. Yeah. <laughs> you see one manly tear run down his face and he looks down into his uh into his lap as his lips sort of quiver and he does that like really shaky gentle like soft nod thing and he doesn't speak but he tries to take a few deep breaths and uh what are the other two of you doing i'm scratching the floor (laughs) with my dagger yeah i get out my dagger and just scratch at the floor you get out your magical plus one bone dagger yeah do we want to see if we can use a combination of like mold earth and like the hammer to try and smash away at the floor have you just like just have you ever stabbed someone with a dagger before not personally me no not the no i'm talking my character no, sukunkana has sukunkana ever attacked someone with this no dagger? not i'm not asking you the players have y'all <laughs> ever stabbed someone before <laughs> No, it says, wait, okay, it says on, it says on mold earth, I can choose a portion of dirt or stone that you can see within rage and that fits within a five foot cube. So theoretically, I could mold the stone floor. There are limitations. If the dirt or stone you target is on the ground, you cause, you can cause it to become difficult terrain. Alternative, you can cause it to become normal terrain if it's already difficult. Uh, you can cause shapes, colors, or both to appear on the dirt or stone, spelling out words. If you target a par- uh, an area of loose earth, you can instantaneously excavate it, move it along the ground. Also, this is not like outside. This is st- it's stone, but it's Can like- I make it difficult terrain in five feet in front of me? Sure can. Okay, what does that look like? What does it look like? That's up to you because you get to decide what that means. What is what is Sukunkana's idea of difficult terrain? You know what would be a great idea for difficult terrain? Is a trench, like a deep trench. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you go into a department store and they like have like those perfume samples and stuff and they're spraying it at you. That's what it is. And you have to try to like dodge through that. <laughs> I was imagining that her immediate idea of like difficult terrain would be like slippery ice. <laughs> so this rock just becomes slippery. It just becomes moist. I was going to say spikes, but I don't think, because that would also cause damage so it can't be spikes um if it becomes like really warped like it has like you know you know what i mean like it just gets really warped and there's like pits and it's just hard to walk on yeah yeah for sure yeah i do that (laughs) it's done all right so the the in front of you the stone morphs and uh it becomes more porous and it also becomes sort of uneven and you can tell that there's definitely like i could i could mess up my ankle here maybe if i'm not careful i do it on the next five feet also all right yeah same thing cool cool are some of those spots like less deep than the other spots now like are they like elevated yeah like a little bit, but like... Okay, I stab it with my dagger. You stab the slightly elevated <laughs> spots with the dagger. Yeah. Okay, you, you hit it with your dagger, and then uh-huh. your hand hurts. Ow! Because you just hit stone with your hammer, which you have been doing. Dagger, sorry, I said hammer. I don't know why. Well, this is going great. 
Should we send Sukunkana as a, I don't remember what speeder is. Nukinka. A Nukinka to go scope out library? Does Maris have her hammer or a sword now? I've got both. I usually cool. use my sword now, but I always keep that mall on me. Do you want to try smashing through the floor with your hand? Absolutely. Should we create... Ooh, can we make a big nail? Can I mold the earth into a shape? <laughs> no, because it has to be loose dirt, right? I can cause shapes, colors, or both to appear in the dirt or stone, spelling out words, creating images, or shaping patterns. I make... Um, I use mold earth to make a make a target. <laughs> Hit here. On the ground. <laughs> And I was like, right there. Hit <laughs> that one. Perfect. I'm going to, yeah, strong man swing at it. Shaboom. All right. Uh, you get a plus one bonus. We're stealing a straight out of Pathfinder for target. <laughs> I'm going to give them a bardic inspiration. Wow, guys. So you get a 1d8 added to your roll. So 12 plus 8 is 20 plus 5. So 25. So uh, taking out your hammer, and you you raise it up familiar grandpa's hammer that he passed down to you you've learned so much since the journey you've learned a ton you've 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 grown so much and you found yourself in some ways moving on and finding your own as a person and you bring your hammer down directly on the target and it breaks in half yeah, we all saw that coming. Did you need to break it in the half, though? Puppy's hammer. Did you need to do that? <laughs> However, you do dust a piece of stone. <gasps> Don't suppose Sukun Khan has mending. Why would we want to mend this? Oh, the hammer. That's eh, fine. Mm, I I could have mending. I think. I'm not that. I'm not that worried. If you keep it, we. Can, if you keep it, if you keep it, I can mend it. Actually, no, I can't. It's a cantrip. I'd have to learn it. Okay, so what's under the stone? More stone. Fuck! Rough. Whoa, oh, this place is stupid. Moramdu says, Okay, so if we do somehow find a way to go through the floor, though, it, you weren't, like, shocked or anything, right? Oh, no, no. no sorry, no, did you... just my pride. Uh, you were sort no. of, like, lost there, it seems like. Are you, are you okay? No, I'm, it didn't hurt me. It just hurt emotionally a little bit. No, that's what I'm asking about. Are you fine, like emotionally? Uh, better than I've been before. <sighs> okay, we are, we really need to talk about your level of like like trauma acceptance. <laughs> no, I don't want to, because then I have to accept it. I think we should have a good conversation about this, maybe at a less time sensitive time, though. Out of character, how deep did we get through the stone? I feel like it's about just a bit over a foot. Okay, and so we so we dusted like about a foot of stone. Yeah. Hot. Follow-up question. Did we break through to any pipes or anything? Also, have we seen any exposed pipes anywhere, like even in the bathroom? There's a drain in the bathroom. There are definitely drains in the bathroom. Because if there aren't exposed pipes, then that means that there's plumbing in the walls. Rather That's than... I've been trying to talk about the plumbing. Yeah, I know. Right? There is not exposed pipes, but there was definitely drains in the bathroom. And... uh no, you do. You do see an exposed pipe. <gasps> well, this is promising. But can, is there a hole in it? Did I make a hole in the pipe or we could just see a pipe? Uh, no, you can just see the pipe. There's no hole in it. Is the pipe like built into the stone or would it be like there's the floor and then there's like the kind of intermediary space where you lay down the pipes and shit? Yeah, is it like an old timey house where the pipe is like on a 
thing attached to the wall. Because the way I'd kind of assume that this place would work, um, or I'd been assuming this place would work, is that there would be like the stone floor and then there would be a space uh, where all of the piping and everything would be. You know, similar to like how under that, under like an, like Grim said, an old timey house, you would have like all of the pipes. I think even a modern house, you just have all the pipes like under the floor and then there'd be a space to put them in. Yes. You can see just barely a space between the rock, some, some of these, these stone and this pipe that looks like there could be more pipe work below it. Sukankana. Mm-hmm. Now, after that dream, I felt that I kind of grew a little bit more powerful. Mm-hmm. And when I was deciding how to focus this new magical ability, I took what seemed like a good situational ability at the time, which was a spell called Dimension Door, which is pretty cool. But I'm wondering... <laughs> no, we're not expecting that, were you? Bitch. I'm wondering. I, I forgot that that was a fourth level spell. Now, Got him. the problem is that one only gets me and one other person out. Because, like, I could probably teleport mm-hmm. me and one other person out of the walls. Mm-hmm. But that wouldn't really work for the other three people. Now, I'm wondering if maybe you took a spell that would let you turn other people into animals. I sure did take that spell. <laughs> This in-game talk is really casual. <laughs> I don't know what is happening. Is that Maris or Marilyn? I could turn you into a lizard, uh, a different kind of lizard. I get, I mean, <laughs> a kiski. Anyway, I did do that. And are you th- are you implying that we jailbreak from the outside? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Assuming it works. Yeah. If because if we if we can't get back in, then uh, oops. Because here's the thing I'm thinking: either a if you can turn other people into flying things, because mm-hmm. you could turn into something that doesn't fall very hard. Like you can drop a bug from really far up. Yeah, bugs don't take fall damage. And then you could turn, say, you know, Maris here into something big and beefy and with some flying ability that could carry uh, your sister. And then Gons can fly. So I could just teleport out with him. So theoretically, all of us could have a method of not falling to our death if we were able to get outside. Yeah, I also have this thing, and she takes out a little pink bead, which, like, in hindsight, I could have used this to prevent my potential death a long time ago, and I don't actually know if it'll work from this height, but if I throw it on the ground, it's going to make, like, a mountain of pinkish-colored, like, goop that could theoretically catch our falls. I don't know if it would work from that height, Somebody, like like some kind of benevolent voice in my head might know mechanically if this bead can do that. The description doesn't specify height, I believe. It doesn't specify height. (laughs) So theoretically, we could all, if we get outside, we can all just jump um, and use the pink bead to land and potentially not die. Right. The problem is we need to get more than two people out. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. So if we can just get out, we can just jump. (laughs) Yeah. And just sidestep this entire thing. And then we don't have to find out what's in the library or why, 
you know, the house staff or whatever else might be running this whole crazy thing wants us to do in there or the rest of their plans. <laughs> there is there is just one there is one thing though, like out of out of character. I've been looking at the list of beasts up to level seven. I don't see any large flying creatures. Oh, giant are giant eagles not beasts? Giant eagles are beasts. What if I get turned into a rock? That's not a beast. <laughs> No, we have this. Oh, what if you turn to stone? We have turned into rock. Also, you would just shatter. <laughs> would I? Yeah, a giant eagle is level one. It's large, or not level one. It's challenge rating one. It's large. It has a strength score of 16, and it can fly. So that would be at least enough to carry your sister, I would assume. Well, maybe. Like, <laughs> if we succeed on that. If we succeed on that roll. Don't really need to, like, carry them that far. You know, just mostly need to, like, be able to break the fall for the last, like, 100-ish feet or something, you know. A safer bet might be the pink bead to just catch the fall at the end. Yeah. Maybe both. We could combine the two. I mean, that's my thought. The main problem, though, is I'm not confident that we can get in from outside to get the other two out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just worried about getting us out, uh, getting, getting the people inside the castle out after. Okay. Well, anyway, time for a scout. Ah, and I'm gonna pull out my now frog familiar. Frog familiar. What that? I, that's a good little what that? I love them. I call them scouts. <laughs> I love him. I'm going to take Ah, and I'm going to put him next to the hole, and then I'm going to telepathically tell him, like, okay, go into hole and tell me what it is you see. Ah, uh, very cutely sort of does the thing that you see a lot of animals in cartoons do, where they sort of, like, look down at, like, a tight spot to squeeze in, and they sort of, like, nuzzle their head in, and then they get their shoulders in, and then you can sort of see their feet just sort of, like, little butt flapping about and then it just sort of like whoop and it's gone so cute did you guys see the video of a frog farting yeah it's weird so weird i'm gonna use my action to share to share as senses ah falls down and they are not tangled in but definitely have like a bit of reorienting to do as there's a whole bunch of really small and intricate little knobs and levers and stuff as well down here on top of all of the plumbing that you can see running in every which direction. Knobs and levers is kind of unusual because it's like that means something really small is down here activating stuff. Don't worry about it, Ah. Just keep trekking forward. Uh, ah just keeps trekking forward. Um, sort of goes on a bit of a little adventure. There's a few different paths it can take. Uh, it seems like it's, you know, it's this is a place that's a, it's a maze. It's very intricate for for some purpose so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna try and like navigate the maze to the extent where um i'm gonna try and get ah to navigate to near the wall like the outside of the castle because what i am looking for is something that looks like it is a drainage and exterior pipe sure um so ah goes turns around and he follows uh, a path for a bit he has to take he's like the wall just got so we both imagine that the wall is that way towards the front door of the place so um they're making their way relatively quickly they're getting pretty familiar at navigating all these little knobs and switches and pipes and stuff and all these little intricate buttons and stuff and eventually they uh make a right turn and you through us senses see some very small sort of contraption like a really t- 
tiny but sort of mini leg and armed Jerry who is very quickly running through and clicking all kinds of switches just all the different types of switches as it passes through every single one of these things and it's quickly coming up to the uh, location that Ah is at I tell Ah to duck and hide uh, so Ah ducks down and tries to like squeeze to uh, some place and hide and uh, oh, good. He has a dexterity of plus one. I'm I'm imagining that doll that doll with like a mechanical spider body from Toy Story. Yeah. Oh, that's worse. That's much worse. Well, that's worse than what I was thinking too. Um. So Ott does a very good job uh, of hiding. They they get themselves uh squatted down. Unfortunately, though, there's a caveat to this being well hidden situation. There's not really a place that Ah can hide that doesn't have some sort of switches and levers. So while tiny spider many-armed Jerry uh, comes up on Ah, Ah is punctured by several different unthinking tiny arms as tiny spider Jerry flicks the switches that are being guarded by Ah's tiny frog body. No! Wait, wait, it might not have done a lot of sense. Did it did it do less than one damage? <laughs> if it did if it did less than one damage, he's still okay. Okay, well, okay so individually, the the tiny the the arm that punctures his brain, his lungs, uh his heart, uh both of his legs and arms and um why are you doing this and his spine wait wait grim we haven't heard the roll yet what did it all do to you let's see one d4 oh man that what a bummer it does one damage <laughs> ah almost why did you do this to that little guy <laughs> you monster this is the worst part of the entire podcast and it's you <laughs> torturing an innocent frog you're a monster so you've learned that there's a tiny Jerry who's running around very quickly, just beneath your feet, flipping all kinds of switches. So there's a tiny Jerry running around. Uh, for some reason, the plumbing has a bunch of little knobs and switches that the tiny Jerry has to maintain. I have no idea why. Seems... Are you punking us? That doesn't sound real. <laughs> I know. It sounds like a really shitty way to build a plumbing system, but this is also a floating castle in the sky, so who knows? Okay. Um, anyway, and it killed Ah. <gasps> no it's fine he's an asshole can he come back yeah no no i could i can just resummon him oh it's okay. fine okay okay like he's just in a little pocket dimension in the fey wild right now i think so he's fine uh but if we do go down there there will be frog guts so just keep that in mind yeah so i shouldn't i also sh- probably shouldn't wild shape in something small and get in there because i'll get killed and then i'll get double killed by being stuck in a small space in stone <laughs> just be like toothpasted out all throughout these all these little tunnels yeah i'm kind of like curious what would happen if like we flooded it but they probably make the cherry waterproof right probably i mean he's not like a person i assume the part of its job has to be to fix broken pipes we could we could mess with him and break a pipe i don't know <laughs> anyway okay so we know that we can partially get through the floor although it's gonna break some shit we could probably find some stuff in the kitchen to keep breaking through do you have any spells that would help us with this? Not really. I don't have any like like really forceful spells like for destroying stone, if that makes sense. Right. What about you? Uh, more on do. I mean, 
<laughs> Unless you can burn it, I don't really have anything either. Do we know if there's any basements in this place even? Like if we do break through the floor, are we just going to hit ground or is there... We didn't think about subterranean areas already being built into the castle. Yeah, I guess if we were going to get out through the floor, we'd have to go through the basement. Okay, so I think here's a... I have an idea. Here's here's a plan. We... uh, She gestures towards Gons. Go to the library. (laughs) Ah. But if it goes to hell, you and uh, one other person, maybe me, theoretically, can dimension door out and try to destroy the hell out of the wall. Mm Mm-hmm. From the outside and then... We can buy time inside while you guys do that. Like, I just, I'm just, i just saying, like, maybe... I don't know. Maybe we should go see what's in the stupid library with this mysterious plate of, like, random goo. Honestly, Rasha, if you... No. If we go there and no, it's... Not, not Rasha. Oh, sorry. What are you... I don't know. Okay. I'll get back to you. That's fine. You there. If, you know, if we go to the library and it gets really hinky and shitty, you can... Just leave. I, I just ask that you do take Sukunkana with you. If you're gonna dimension door out of there, if it does get weird in you there. should take you should take more M do with you. Well I don't think so. I think that they should take you. But for like for to escape or just to break down the wall? No, to escape. No, they should take more M do because more M do's gotta get home to mom. That's why we're out here. That's our mission, in case you forgot. I did. I really did. We have a lot going on. <laughs> I will I think that's fair. Um, can I have that pink bead of yours? Because I don't have a way of preventing myself from dying from a big fall. Yeah, she hands her the bead. I'm not actually 100% on this will work or not, but like, better than nothing. It's better than nothing. It's better than nothing. So, uh, you, uh, whoever you are. You can call me Tulip. Tulip, sure. Are you saying that... At this point, you're going to join us back to our home, Thrive, on the ice? Uh, maybe. I can definitely commit to if we need, if like shit goes really hinky, uh, to teleporting you out and then us, you know, using the pink stuff to not fall to our deaths. Um, I can get you out. And then we'll probably both want to get out from whatever is happening down in the town below. Yeah, watch out for Maha. Yeah, uh, that thing. Um, so, yeah, uh, I am kind of looking around for Feywild-related bullshit. And honestly, I'm just kind of wandering around. I haven't found any... Uh, you know what? That's a big thing. Maybe. Definitely getting you out. Maybe as to the rest of it. So the desert is full of stuff that's really messes with your mind, and I can tell that the belt is really full of things that can mess with your body, but the ice is where you find things that are messing with the world. So if you're going to find something to do with the world or another world, it's probably going to be out there. All right, cool. Well, we'll pierce that skine when we get to it. Let's move on. We take. I grab the plate. <laughs> so you're heading to the library. Gonsgrim is walking very solemnly and sort of trying his best to not shuffle his feet. Uh, Moramdu is walking with a 
aggressive confidence. My character, who is still in the sort of like greenish dryad elf androgynous form, say, you know, in retrospect, Tulip is a stupid name. Do you want Tulip in my language? I can pitch you a cool name. What's what's Tulip in in whatever your language is? Uh, give me one second. Can I also pitch one? Sure. Beth. <laughs> no. Thank you, though. Okay. Beth. <laughs> I like I, I like Beth. It's just short and sweet, you know. It's not a bad name. I'm just not feeling it right now. <laughs> That's fine. I'm sorry. It's it's a shapeshifter thing. I... You should have a different name for every day of the week. Yeah, I know. But here's the thing. I'm bad at it. <sighs> Beth. You know? Beth is great. You know, I used to have a friend, and he had, like, a billion girlfriends and he always kept them straight because he had like a little song for them but it was just like don't you dare don't you dare (laughs) don't you fucking dare i don't remember all their names but his name was lou vega and he yeah he had you know there's so many trumpets (laughs) god damn it man i talked i talked a lot of i talked confidently about the fact that i knew what tulip was but i actually don't what's flower do you have a word for imposter um not on the top of my head unfortunate mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah nope nope don't got it cool uh call me quest then i guess quest 64 okay. ooh, nice. cool. quest ooh you want to be leaf tumu <laughs> tumu yeah tumu because <laughs> you're green let's just go with quest i appreciate it yeah okay tumu is a mm. good is a good word for leaf though. uh also okay wait quest Quest pronoun? Do, do we have pronoun today? Uh, just let's just go with they. Okay. Let's just go with they. Mm, yeah, yeah, you cool. know, let's just go. Let's go. Assumed they. That's fine. Oh, that's so pretentious. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's it. Like I said, it's 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 a shapeshifter thing. And so some days it's really good, and I know exactly where I'm at. And then other days I don't know where I'm at. And apparently the day. The day where uh, all the Jerry's are gone and we have a chance to escape and all this bullshit is happening is uh, one of the days where I have no fucking clue what's going on. And that's, yeah, sorry. Okay. Fucking all right. me IRL. That's okay. <laughs> Honestly, me every day being like, mm. <laughs> All right, we go. To, we keep going to the library and I'm like carrying this plate and I'm like, y'all think they're going to try to eat us? <laughs> I have been told I'm a snack. <laughs> Damn straight you are. I know. Hans Grimm says... Gon says relatively, solemnly, whatever they are bringing us there for, the idea behind the library is that it's supposed to have everything. And if it doesn't have it, there's supposed to be something, there's supposed to be, it's supposed to have a way that you can find everything. Things that you don't know can be found there, even if they're not there. Ooh. Well, I went there and then I found a book about gods and there was supposed to be 12, but the book only had nine. I think it was nine. Yeah, only had nine in there. Okay, so I think I read... Well, maybe not the same... Wait, where did you say there was supposed to be 12? In the book. Or no, I... Well, I have a friend or I had a friend. I have a friend and he said that there was 12, but the book only listed nine of them. But he said there's... 10, 11, 12. There's supposed to be 12. And I, I know the names and what they do for nine of them, but there's three that's missing. And I got that from the from the, the old days, the world where 
two little, little, yeah yeah i got that from the library so there's so i don't know if the library does know everything that's all i'm saying i didn't have anything on my curse that's for sure whatever happened to me but so but it might be hidden yeah um i've talked to the jerry's and they say that if you can't find it you can find where you can find it Ooh. you reach the library and the door is open so we see anyone in there no hello hello <laughs> We've got breakfast. <laughs> Hi, library. Are you hungry? I put the plate inside the library. It's for you, library. <laughs> I kick it across the floor a little bit. Nothing. You hear the clattering of a plate on the floor. All right. Well, I want to go in, but I think I should not go first. <laughs> more Amdu more goes in first because, look, I understand, um, but these are books. These are flammable, I think. So I'll go first. I mean, I thought I would assume there's some kind of creature in here. You think there's a creature in here? Yeah, why else would we bring it food? Sorry, this is very much a side thing, but Quest is looking at the shelves as they're kind of walking down, and they are looking for anything that looks like it's related to, I mean, their shit, you know, Feywild or Changelings or et cetera, anything that would catch their eye. So Moramdu standing there, uh, fingers ignited in flame coating up to about her uh second knuckle and then uh ready to slowly walk her way in dangerously ready to uh attack anything that burns or anything that moves and burn it to a crisp and you see quest walking along the aisles very casually <laughs> no cautiously but like cautiously, keeping an yeah. eye and just like i was gonna go first <laughs> more just gives up and just walks forward like whatever <laughs> Related note, should I make an investigation? You can make an investigation check. Can I make a can I make a perception check? I also am gonna walk in, but can I perceive? So we'll we'll resolve this uh investigation check first. I got a twenty five. I'm using the green die and only the green die for the rest of my life. <laughs> so you with your wonderful, fantastic investigation check, find a section that is marked shifters. There are many books here. They range from animalistic shifters to bestial shifters to uh, humanoid shifters to dimensional shifters, all kinds of things. I am looking specifically for something about child child stealing changelings. You do find something related to that. It is in my bag. (laughs) All right. You're not even going to read it. You're just stealing it. Oh, no, we don't have time for that shit. We got a situation. But they're definitely, like, grabbing stuff. <laughs> Just, like, that whole section. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. No, they grab that. Yeah, they grab that book, and then on consideration, they also grab, like, the couple books beside it just to be safe. Yeah, just anything mm. that looks interesting. Uh, Sukunkana, you were doing a perception I got a 26. Check. What are you looking for? Um, I'm looking for whatever we're bringing this plate to. Like, some kind of creature or person or, like, like anything, like moving so you don't find anything moving you do however see a a book in a section near the entrance of the library called humanoid libraries that catches your attention okay i'm going to cautiously walk over i'm gonna grab the plate okay you grab the plate and you cautiously walk over i'm gonna put it next to the book (laughs) Rattle it a little so it knows that the plate is there. Yeah, I rattle the plate a little. Noisy 
clattery noises. All right. What does the book look like? Like it's just leather bound or what? Is it bound in human skin? I know what human skin looks like when it's leather. So it is not human skin. It stands out because it's seems like it's a bit overly simple compared to a lot of the other books. Okay. I'm going to open it. You open the book and you learn about something that you have a bit of familiarity with. In Thrive, there are a couple of historians who are in charge of maintaining the history of Thrive and surrounding areas. A long time ago, when you were very young, they talked about how some communities didn't have much in the way of resources to write things down manually. So what they did was they assigned a person or found a person who was in charge of maintaining oral history as best they could. And they were called libraries. And that's what this book is about? Is it like a record of oral history? It, it does. It's not actually like the like recorded oral history. It's just history of humanoid libraries and what their job was and who they were and where they like famous ones in the past. Okay. Is my mom in this book or something? No, like, but a book of oral histories would be the widest title ever though. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like, is this like, is it like a, like a directory of people who have the oral history tradition? Yes. Uh, and in it, you see that there is a library inside of this library or rather nearby and that you know that there is a small hidden room uh, on the shelf next to the one that Quest is looking at. Okay, um, I walk over and I'll be like, hey, Quest, hey, find some cool stuff? Uh, yeah, they're currently right now looking for anything that relates to like dimensional shifting, and they're also taking that stuff. Why not, right? Yeah, there's a hidden room over behind this shelf, eh? I'm not going to pretend that I knew that. There is? That's crazy. Yeah, right? It's crazy. Should we open it up? I think there's someone in there. Yeah, they're they're like taking out. Oh, I, I, go, I go grab the okay. plate also. And I'm like, I think this is for them. Uh, they might be undead and they might try to kill us. Cool. Uh, what do you mean there's a like, there's a person in there? I mean, there might be. Okay. They're, they're As they're talking, they're like looking through and they're sorting out as they've now filled up their bag. And they're like trying to filter out like the less relevant books. And they're just sort of like putting them... They're not throwing them on the floor, but they're just like putting them randomly on back on the shelf. So as you look at the other shelf, every book on the shelf has a much like, you know, in our world, in, in real life, you see like encyclopedias that have like the letters or numbers or whatever on the front on, on the, the spine. They spell out a joke. What's the joke? Tell me your joke. Why did the book go to the doctor? To get his spine checked out. <laughs> the door oh shit <laughs> oh that was the answer i'm just so silly <laughs> you know what that's actually the second funniest thing that we just learned <laughs> the first funniest thing is that there are people out there who can say and be factually correct je suis une bibliothèque je suis une bibliothèque <laughs> où est la bibliothèque ici so it really does make the noise there's a click and then like a whir and then like a release of air as the door sort of slide, or the, the 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 bookshelf sort of slides up, and behind it, you see a very old young woman. A very old young woman. Yes, a very old young woman. Benjamin Button woman. She is sitting in some sort of chair with wheels, heavily outfitted, modified, kitted out, lots of different uh, 
tubes and things are plugged into her, prostheses everywhere. And you hear the voice of Olivia. Liv Shaw, a.k.a. Liv the Cyberdoll, joining us on the show. Oh, cute. Oh. New player. What? Who? The Cyberdoll. Fuck it. The dog. The big gay dog. Does she want her plate of meat? <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we're going to end. Thank you, everyone, for listening to episode 28 of Tales of Bone and Ice, starring Grimhilda as Sukunkana, Marilyn as Maris Terraset, Kander as Rasha Daggersheath, and myself, Brian Sherwood, as the DM. Music and editing done by Chelsea Love, with additional editing done by Brian Sherwood. Thanks to you, those who listen, those who share, and those who donate, we have managed to make our first company purchase. Finally, after almost two years, Marilyn is getting a big mic upgrade. It's very cool to say we made a company purchase and it's 100% because we always want to bring you better quality at every chance we get. You know the drill. Twitter at BonePod, TikTok and Tumblr at Tales of Bone Ice, and of course, Patreon at Tales of Bone and Ice. Thanks again, and remember, stay hydrated. And I know the word for fart. I do. Really desperately. At soup. <laughs> at soup. At soup. Yeah. At, oh my God. <laughs> at soup. At soup. At soup! <gasps> Why? <Worry. laughs> it's at soup. <laughs>